0: Hey guys, back again with another episode of Craft Tea. We got another great guest. We have a crafter this time instead of uh, industry leader like we usually have. So Nancy joined us and we got into all different topics, crafting and how she got there, the struggles of being a crafter, and it got like really good. So definitely watch this one for real though.
1: Still
0: having tea. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Craft Tea. We are at episode 41 now. We have hit the hump and surpassed it. I feel we are rapidly approaching a year. 40 is the hump? It, I mean, it's a, you know, it's 10. A 10. It's a 10. Yeah. It's a good one. Whatever. But, you know, 52 is coming quick.
2: I was about to say what's 52, but I get it.
0: A year. I anyway... Uh, So we have a guest again, we have Nancy Chatterjee, thank you for that, (laughs) but uh, you guys probably know her more as Fancy Nancy, and uh, please, Nancy, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, what you you like to do.
1: Well, hello, my name is Nancy, better known as Fancy Nancy on all of my social media. Um, I am a crafter, artist you know, whatever you choose. Um, I have been crafting most of my life. I, it's just been something that's always been part of my life. And I took a break from it when I actually, uh, went to work on my career. I, if you don't know, I am an RN by profession. I wanted to, and, and forget. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I actually took a break from that, uh, from all of my crafting, to focus on my career for a while, and um, I realized during that profession that I actually really needed to go back to crafting, because for mm-hmm. me it's all about uh, my mental health, and mm-hmm. my art and my craft was um, what really. It, it's my salvation. It's what keeps me sane most days, you know, that's my outlet. I um don't necessarily consider myself an introvert, but it's becoming more and more obvious. And <laughs> I'm the individual that really enjoys my solitude and I can totally vibe out with my crafts and an audiobook. And I'm totally happy and I can sit there for hours. So I have done just about everything that you can think of when it comes to arts and crafts. My craft room is overflowing with all of the things that I wanted to experiment and I've left behind because I was like, okay, I'm done.
0: (laughs) I I, I think I saw you post recently or comment on someone's thing recently that you have like 17 open projects right now or something like that
1: that's just tumblers yeah
0: that's no, just tumblers that's
1: just the tumblers and that's just what's been started in the last 30 days i probably have a full graveyard of projects that i've started and haven't finished but i've
0: started 17 cups just in the last and those are all 3d by the way
2: I like they say graveyard
0: uh, so those are so this, those 17 are ones that you plan to finish but there's far more that are maybe not so much in the plans anymore
1: Right, right, exactly. So I get all of these ideas and I'm excited to start them, and I get stuck on something. I'm like, okay, let's move on to the next project.
0: That's me. And also, like, time too, because if it's like season specific and the season has, and then for us, the season is advanced, right? Like, Christmas Mm -hmm. stuff, we have another week or so of making that legitimately. And then you got to start really kind of thinking beyond Christmas because mate, you could probably do a couple last minute rush things, but for sculpting and three-dimensional stuff, much more time consuming. That's not something that's like, ah, crank out 10 three-dimensional tumblers in the next week. I, mean, I know. You, but... <laughs> oh, <that's gonna> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I have
1: all of these ideas that I wanted to do for Christmas. All of these wonderful ideas that I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be so awesome. And you start working on it and then you get all these other ideas. And I'm like, oh. I didn't do the things I really wanted to do. And here we are approaching. I'm like, yeah, by the time I get it done and take photos and, you know, post it online, we're going to be well into the new year. Oh, I'm a marks? procrastinator.
0: That's what you, <laughs> you, kn- you nailed the the Dr. Seuss tree. Oh, thank like you. Way ahead. I feel like of schedule. That one was one that's just like, okay, that kind of like set the tone for crafts in the Christmas season. Like, <laughs> all right, well, if you're not making something at least as good as this, you better get back to the draw board.
1: Then you missed the the one before that, because I actually did a nightmare Christmas tree before that. It was all black and it's got a black and white worm and it's got skulls on it. That was like, mm. that was like the edge of Halloween and Christmas. It was like, you got the vibe of both. That was my first Christmas tree.
0: Bridging the gap. That's awesome. I uh, I love the, what is being done with the trees, like, especially, you know, I seen the ones that, um, you took the little lights and hollowed them out and then like filled them with the like glow powder and resin and used that. I was like, just like the thought processes that are going into this is just so, so crazy. And I feel like it's due to people like you that are raising the bar so high that everyone else is just looking at it. Like, well, I can't just paint the damn tree. But you, like you can, you definitely can. It'll look awesome. Oh yeah, exactly. But, like, but then when they look at it, and then they see like a Nancy poster, like, okay, I didn't know my tree could twist and turn. This is
2: <laughs> the gingerbread <laughs> tree is amazing. I just went to see if you put the uh, nightmare tree on there, but I don't see it on your Instagram. But that gingerbread tree is killing it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. It's in um, dimensional drinks, and it might be in
0: yes, I did
1: see one it. of the other groups, but it's kind of at that final phase where it's like okay it's ready for its final coat of epoxy and it gets set on the table and i'm like i'm not sure if i'm happy with it should i post it or not i go through this with every single cup that's why i procrastinate finalizing the piece
2: i'm right there with you i'm still working on my pumpkin cups so there's that and my <laughs> ghost my ghost has like half a pot half resin on it like
0: yeah we're all well aware of like my the the progress of my rhinestone pumpkin and that is now the 2024 rhinestone pumpkin and it's half done. So that's the way I look at it now, you know, like I, hey. 20, 2024 is pumpkin.
1: <laughs> at least it'll be ready for fall
2: next year. There's no reason he can't stop. He can't finish it now today. It's not because now
0: to. it's a waste of my time because I'm past the season and I'm not promoting something anymore. It should be for me, like more food for my soul to finish it. And, but realistically, I'm not going to walk around using this thing when it's christmas season i want to use the right. christmas tree one or, or the bear the freaking bear she made a bear, bear oh this i got it
1: look how pretty i love his toes you. you
2: love
0: his toes yeah oh. you gave him toe beans he doesn't come with I toe did. Beans. he
1: doesn't come with toe beans <laughs> no
0: i brought the sleeve just in case
1: so there's no toe beans that's there's why i love when you're like yeah
0: you have modified mine sorry you the know? other one's a sleeve right you didn't yeah. which one there no that's a sleeve She but she yeah toe yeah like no gosh. like slightly and i was right. looking at him like what yeah.
1: if i was like they've got toe beans. <laughs> i love the toe beans i do too i do too um that was the first thing i am i saw when i saw the sleeve i'm like oh my gosh uh, you know initially i was like uninspired i'm like oh it's a cute little teddy bear for christmas i'll just paint it brown with ribbons and i'm like that's what everyone's going to be doing what can i do differently I'm always trying to push myself out of the box and I try to do things that are usually unexpected, you know, It, it forces people to think outside the box and look at sleeves differently.
0: Race. I feel like we approached the sleeves in similar mindsets. I, uh, you it's know, you, you saw, yeah, you saw the cactus when I saw the cactus. I yeah. still haven't finished my damn cactus. His arms are still unbaked, sitting on my counter. But
2: they are, Nance. Uh, so I move them over every time I clean that counter up, and I'm like, is he ever going to come get these damn arms? Well, he's
0: if you're familiar with like the uh, he was in like video games and stuff, but the Cactuar character and his arms are always like this. That's what I wanted mine to look like.
1: <laughs> so. well again that could be a project we work on for next summer maybe right
0: and um uh what's it called i still haven't seen anyone do a ghost trap like my, i said i haven't finished it
1: no but nobody's it's done it yet Mostly
0: done i just really want to sculpt a slimer and i'm like yes. hesitant that's what i don't know i think i've landed on what i want to do the backside of my ghost trap the, essentially the part that would technically be on the bottom doesn't have anything on it. I was going to try to do a topper and have him like, you know, be all big. And I was bothered at how bulky that would be. I think I might just sculpt him like on the side where it's more like a, you know, superficial type sculpt. One of those. I, I think that one might work out. I'm not sure.
1: I'm excited to see it.
2: you going to sculpt it?
0: Yes. That's what I'm trying to get at. When? At some point. Be
2: we all weekend. We could do sculpting dates if you want.
0: Maybe. We can do Christmas Slimer. I, I, Christmas Slimer! I just love what that, you know, when you see the you see something else. You know what I mean? Other than what the sleeve was meant to like be. Like
2: when you saw the rocket ship?
0: Yeah. I still haven't done that.
2: The, was the that pencil. Oh, was the, the pencil. I saw, I saw the, the same pencil. thing.
0: Yeah, when I saw the pencil, I was like, mm, that's the rocket. Yeah, that's a rocket ship right there.
1: <laughs> the other thing I saw was the Empire State Building.
0: Ooh. that's nice because
1: it's got all of the facets on uh, for each of like the the flat facets on the pencil it reminded me of all of the windows on the empire state building
2: <laughs> fun fact do you want do you follow their tiktok no i do and it's, it's quite enjoyable you should check of the empire out. state building yes and i've showed you their tiktoks before uh, that's where my glitter shaker <laughs> video came from i was showing you tiktoks for months of the empire state building remember they got the face that's the empire state building's tiktok
0: account. I mean this is like unrelated but did it, was it is it like a myth that if you like drop a penny off the empire state building it would like or like leave a crater in the not a crater but like you know indent the pavement or whatever that it would gain enough I just so now I just am wondering what a glitter shaker would do if I dropped it off the Empire State Building.
2: What happens if you drop a penny off the Empire State Building?
0: What if I drop a glitter shaker off of tall things and record myself doing it? People are just gonna be pissed.
2: Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Simply put, it would fall to the ground, <laughs> but it wouldn't cause the catastrophic damage popular myth might have you believe, as we've established, a penny can only reach a terminal velocity of around 50 miles per hour due to its mass and shape. I don't know if they'll have the same data on glitter shakers, but. Hmm. (laughs) It's too early to math. Right, so we probably won't be doing that.
0: All right. It was worth a shot.
2: I got my big D cup. You know, I still, I drink out of this all the time. Probably a few times a week, actually.
1: It's pretty awkward. You have to have two hands. So you have to two hand it. Well, usually it's it's a work cup, so
2: it just stays on the table.
0: I love that you nailed his creepy ass eyes. Because he just, like, that's. Can you even see them behind the glasses? Yeah, that's what I, I have the side angle, so I was kind of staring at them, and he's just like. <sighs> but that's what he's always doing. And it was like an ongoing joke when he was first drawn. We're like, can you do something about his eyes? Like, make them a little less. Crazy, like he's crazy eyeing everybody. And I, he drew his eyes a little differently the one time. And I think we we're like, just put it back, put it back the way it was. <laughs> just the, you looked at it so long, it became normal. You're gonna be, if, if, uh, when you see what the newest big D is for the December quack pack, he's wild. It is amazing, but also the creepy status is like through the roof on this one. He has the blankest stare, and it's amazing.
2: He stares into your soul.
0: He does. He truly does.
2: Big team's gone through a lot. You know, he has gained a lot of weight. He has lost a lot of weight. He's lost his shoes many of times. Sometimes he ain't got no ankles. Sometimes he does have ankles. But Big Team's been through a lot. He got I big love I mean, it.
0: what was it, the summer of twenty twenty one he got really big. Literally when he became a superhero, it looked like he ate the other superheroes in order to gain their powers. <laughs>
2: I literally had to go to Jason. I'm like, can you call Colin and ask him why he's drawing Big D so
0: He was given a a hefty 10 pounds every new drawing. We're like, bro, come on, shave him down some. And then Brian would mess with it because, yeah, Brian would Photoshop the drawing afterwards and like slim him down.
1: (laughs) I don't think I know any company who's done so much with their mascot, like the glitter guy. I love all of the transformations that... Big D has done over the years. And when I made that cup, I struggled so hard to try to pick the one that I loved so much because they were all so fun. And I think they would all be really cool in a 3d form.
0: I've yeah. thought about that so many different times. I'm like, why don't I just like sculpt Big D cups? You Even should sell for something, but Maybe you could
2: sculpt Nancy one.
0: I should actually sculpt Nancy One. I might sculpt her the newest big D because he's so creepy. I wanna see him on a Tumblr.
2: <laughs> I'd be really impressed if Jason pulls that through and I know you can. Yeah, I'll it. give you a
0: small spoil. I won't tell you what he is, but a small spoiler, there's he has teeth in this one, so it's like so, okay, the, that's different. The creep level is so high well, with the teeth.
2: You pro- it'll probably come to you what he is thinking about the holiday and stuff. It'll it'll probably click for you. Well
0: now you're spoiling it. But... I
2: didn't spoil it. You said the next big deal. <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know we do it for the holidays or things that are coming to us.
0: I'm gonna come to you in a second. <laughs> <That's just complaints. laughs>
2: does your husband complain half as much as mine? That's
0: not a three D tumbler.
2: Yes.
1: No, this
0: is my coffee tumbler.
1: This is my coffee tumbler. I oh, have a no, drank 3D. out a regular tumblers. I d- it's kind of awkward to have a 3D coffee tumbler. It's hot liquid.
2: Oh. <laughs> it's hot. I have a different lifestyle than other people. I, you know, uh, me taking this around the warehouse and just sitting it on tables and sipping it out of it, it's a little different.
0: Sarah showed me Daniel's video yesterday and I was dying.
2: Dead, the, the TikTok with the jug.
1: Oh my god, I missed
0: it. I missed it. I, I'm behind. Oh, oh it was
2: my a god. While, it was a little bit ago. <laughs> oh because yes, the water. Yes, I did yes. see it.
0: It was like a <laughs> five gallon water bottle. Uh-huh. How are you supposed to hold it with two hands? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying. I was like, this is... Me. I, I felt it in my soul. I was like, this is me ranting on Crafty like six different times <laughs> about these fucking tumblers being the size of trash cans. His sassy face and he's... Chris, I gotta show you the TikTok. It's so funny. Yes. Yeah, Daniel, I, the, the husband owner of Dimensional Drinks, yeah. he did like a funny TikTok where he, they took I'm like an empty water jug and he treated that like it's a 3D tumbler. Like, what do you mean it's hard to use this thing? Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> fucking, dude, it's so funny. It's so funny.
2: <laughs> I swore Jason saw that too. Um, I want to send this in Messenger.
0: Mm-hmm. This is what we do half of our craft teases we just look up videos and talk about them. <laughs>
2: But that one was really good. It's it was really good. Now.
0: Um, Snow, so back to what you were saying about being an RN. When you took a break, when did it was that around pandemic time? Like, did you practice <clears throat> RNing during the pandemic?
1: Actually, I did not. Um, we moved to Texas in 2017, November. And um we moved into our house 2019 and I actually applied for Texas state license. And, um, there were some issues happening there with, um, whatever. Um, I just, I never did follow through with, um, attaining my Texas license. So I haven't been practicing since I've been here in Texas. So no, I didn't practice during COVID luckily because I have two senior, um, my in-laws live with me. So they're both immunocompromised. So that would have been devastating if I brought something home from the hospital.
2: Right. And right. you'd be around at 24 seven, there'd be no not COVID patients at that time.
1: Right. Right. So you just right. been crafting
2: out and in, in, uh, crafting out. Ooh, I was going to say hanging out and crafting.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much for the last uh, almost five years. That's what I've been doing, working on cups and trying to build a business. I didn't actually start cups until like, um, I think it was 2019. Um, I had been doing all kinds of art up until then. Um, and then I was working on like 3d art, but 3d art on a canvas. Right. I was creating all that three dimensional effects. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, not that one. I have some other uh, artwork that you can find on my older social media posts, but, um, I have a friend who was like, you should put your art on a Tumblr. I'm like, why would I put my art in a Tumblr? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's that's awkward, you know? And she's like, no, you would be so good with it. I think it would be cool. And you would be doing things that other people aren't doing. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to make a Tumblr, right? Like, she pushed me for a while, and she's the type of person that when she sees something new, she really wants to get out there and craft, and she gets all of the things. She's like, let's just experiment, right? I
2: just so,
1: <laughs> she made me um, a Tumblr for Christmas, and she's like, see, and she put my logo on it. Like, I had my cute little logo for all of my art. She's like, look, it's got your logo. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cute. <laughs> And so we were like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. And I think my first tumbler was like, um, a wood grain or something. And then I attempted a water slide and I went through like six or seven different sheets of water slide. And I was like over it really fast. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Water slides were a big learning curve at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I spent probably a year and a half, two years, just experimenting with different techniques. I would watch all of the YouTube videos I would spend the day watching YouTube videos and watching techniques of what people were doing. And TumblrCon came up and it would have been my for my second art convention, but my first Tumblr convention, I'm like, I want to go. And I actually took a class with Nicole Sutherland. And, um, I told my friend, I'm like, we have to make ourselves some really cool tumblers because we're going to be at a tumbler convention. We can't just be walking around with some, you know, one of our first experiments on a tumbler. We have to be like, badass, right. right. Like, and I'm like, I'm going to attempt a 3d. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Your first one? My first one, I'm like, I'm going to do 3D and I wanted to do a dragon tumbler. But at the time, all of the dragon tumblers that I saw had like eyes and they have eyes balls. on it. Right. Yeah, and then maybe some ball. scales. Right. Right. I'm like, I that's thing. not what I want. I want something else. I want, I want it to look more dragon-esque. Right. So I started experimenting with all the things, and I pulled out a um, dragon mold, and I actually attached a head, I had the claws, I fashioned wings, and I did a spine with a tail. And I had all of the scales on there, and that was my first 3D tumbler, and I just that to tumbler Did it
2: come out amazing? Do you still have it? This was my first 3D, and I saved it. So
1: this was my first 3D. It's here, it's amazing. Yeah, so that's my first one. My husband was like, Don't you dare get rid of that. So I saved it, and this is my first one. You
2: use the mold for the piece of, for the head and the clothes.
1: Yes, do you know how hard it is to take epoxy and mold it around the tumbler once it's cured? I had to carve it out. I mean, there was a lot of learning.
2: In Even this Tumblr, time, too, because there would be no YouTube videos on how to do that. There, at that mm-hmm. moment in 2019, you had to be talking. It was the first Tumblr con, right?
1: Right, that was my first Tumblr con.
2: Any epoxy videos on that? And I was all over YouTube myself.
1: Yeah, so the That's things so that cool. I wanted to do with 3D, I couldn't Is find tutorials, tutorials for. Is
2: it my dragon? Are you looking for your dragon Tumblr? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. <gasps>
1: I want to see your dragon on tumbler
2: the side near um, the woodworking room. It's either on one of those shelves or in one of the cubby holes. All
0: right. I won't look long. I want to look really fast to see. if I can <laughs> find it. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Yes, sir. You'll still be Shoot. able to hear me anyway.
2: Oh, cause he'll have the mic. <laughs> no <problem>. Oh,
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> so yeah, the things I wanted to do, I couldn't find tutorials for. So it was a lot of um, me experimenting and getting frustrated and walking away.
2: <laughs> I I walk away fast. If I can't nail it after one or two tries, I'm like, I'm done. All right, on to the next thing. What else we got?
1: Exactly, exactly. So was really it, it was a lot of trial and error, but um, I don't know. It was probably my third cup in. I think my third 3D was a witch's boot, and it was for some competition that was happening, some contest in one of the groups that I was in, and they're like, you got to sculpt a witch's boot. I'm like, okay, well, let me try it. So I grabbed one of the little, um, it was a 16 house travel mug from Stu Magnolia at the time. Right. It was just a little thing. I'm like, okay, let's sculpt the boot. Well, by the time I put the toe on there, that thing was humongous. It was like wider than it was tall. <laughs> But I think I think that was the first tumbler that I actually went and put all of the details in. I had a sock on the, the ankle and I had stitching on the boot and <laughs> laces.
0: Well, so this is the one that's more of the generic one that you were like talking about that has the eyeball and the claw and then the Yeah. Nose. But I made one it never got epoxyed and then it was baked and everything on the tumbler but the tumbler because it never got epoxyed i tried to like move it from location to location gingerly
2: instead of baking
0: it well not no it was baked the like i said the problem was i never epoxyed the whole thing That's so eventually saying. the clay separated from the tumbler just from moving it so many times and with with the one that i had sculpted i sculpted the entire dragon on the tumbler i'm pissed <laughs> oh my god! I think I tried to preserve the dragon somewhere because it literally like slid off essentially like a clay sleeve so that it could kind of go back on at some point but I painted the whole thing with micas there, I had a bunch of pictures and videos it was in our old warehouse when I had done it mm-hmm. and that's when I was really trying to get in the clay I did this and I was like alright this is cool but I want to like sculpt something and I hand sculpted it and then I got done and I was like alright I want to keep doing stuff like this and then I never did it again like literally until I just started messing with the stuff in October. We moved. we moved shortly after this. Yeah. We moved warehouses. All my clay stuff got packed up and I still haven't found all of it, found most of it. But like I had a whole setup in the other warehouse just for sculpting my little glass mat, my, you know, my roller, all my different uh, tools. As I said I found half of it, but it was nice. You Chris, you missed out on the old warehouse, bro. I'm telling you, the old warehouse was where it was at. We were ready to take over the world, and then we were just too busy.
2: <laughs> I remember a lot of sitting around. What do you mean? Me, you, Brian,
0: Sean. I set up a, a crafting area like 450 times. I did a giant. I made one of them giant clouds out of cotton and 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 paper lanterns. Oh, like I know the Chinese lanterns because I cleaned it all up. And we still have more cotton balls i can make a wall of cotton balls
2: they bought so many cotton balls we bought
0: like we bought like industrial size boxes of different colored cotton balls so we could do one because the company logo is a cloud logo so it was right when everyone was like doing the cloud things on their ceilings and they were doing the cloud lightning paper things and i was like what that's like our logo why don't we do that but in different colored cotton no The colored cotton balls don't like to like rip up like white like the plain white cotton balls fluff out easier. The little ones you're like,
2: it's like when you rip cotton candy, you know what I mean? And it, it's just like, Ow. not hard, but like stiff.
0: Instead of it, we were trying to fray the cotton balls out so it looked more cloud-like, but the colored ones are so dense and small that we got like tired of it. So we were just like, fuck it, just gloom to it, and then it just looked like colored cotton balls <laughs> 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 on paper. The answer is dumb. <laughs> it was so bad.
1: <laughs> took me a whole half a day to clean it up. Oh no.
0: So I haven't done beauty. the cotton ball one.
1: I've done the coffee filter one where you take coffee filters and attach it to a paper lantern. Oh, I've seen that on Pinterest.
2: Hmm. We have more craft supplies in this. We're like, I, I call it like the Barney bag. Like this whole warehouse is the Barney bag. We have a little bit of everything, but not total of one thing
0: you're like not enough to like really just get into one of the things so also you'll cups correct
2: Talk but like that.
0: you'll come across like one of the items you're like oh a plaster cast because we have those like <laughs> oh okay i want to let's do a plaster cast today but like that's all we have is like you could do the casting but i don't have any like deep pour epoxy or any like silicone or anything to like do a casting so that, you know, I would just have a mold and then I would just be like, guess we'll order something to fill this with.
2: You'll find that a lot of things Jason says, the excuse winds up being, I can't do that cause I don't have a deep pour epoxy. So you can imagine what's on our horizon one day, Aww. not any, not that we have it working, but this man deep <clears throat> pour epoxy, he's got needs.
0: So I want everything just cast in an epoxy. Like, well, what? it's not like you don't I have would the supplies to do it. make a tumbler and then it. cast the entire tumbler in epoxy. <laughs> that would be cool. Right? That would be cool. That shit and it makes no Nobody's... sense. That's don't... the stuff that I like. The stuff that makes no sense at all.
1: I've attempted.
0: I've attempted.
1: But I can't find a mold big enough that fits my tumblers. But I would, I've
0: tried it. To just cast, to just in case yes. the Tumblr in epoxy See? Yes. Yes, similar minds like i'm talking about the
2: same person
0: i love it you just see shit and you're like yeah that'd be cool if we just locked it up and that I'm would be cool a we should try a
2: it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny because it happens with me all the time where i'm talking to someone I'm like we're like the same person
0: You and this, this, whole,
2: this whole morning i'm like you guys are like the, literally the same person <laughs>
0: Minus the the up till 3 a.m. part. Jason falls asleep if it's like a minute past 930.
2: No, I don't know about that anymore, sir. (laughs) We've been going to bed at midnight.
0: Not last night. You might have. You got back up. I got back up? I think so.
2: I didn't get back up.
0: Oh, I don't know. I was fast asleep.
2: What did you think (laughs) I was doing? Crafting? Dabbing. (laughs) <laughs> another funny thing that you guys have in common that I don't think a lot of people may or may not know you don't eat any meat you don't eat you're, you're vegan right or you're vegetarian I am I am that's
1: so 100 cool. percent.
2: you've been that way for a long time
1: since
2: 2016
1: but I've been I was vegetarian most of my life and
2: what got you what started you on that
1: um I was a very picky eater Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was very picky. And um, when it came to meat, when I was a kid, I kind of left it on my plate. It was the last thing I ate because the idea of eating meat off the bone just grossed me out. And then like I don't know. Do you want me to go into detail? Because I would get grossed out at the littlest things, like you know, seeing the little tendons, or if you yes. pulled chicken off the bone and you would see the blood. I'm like, oh, I can't eat that. So I would eat just like chicken breast It was boneless and skinless, right? Mm-hmm. And then if I cut into a chicken breast and I saw like little vessels, sometimes that was in there. I was like, mm, no, I can't do it. I was very picky. And same thing with eggs, like. That little white gelatinous thing that's like stuck on an egg.
0: (laughs) It's like not even it's not even funny. Yeah, I can't can't with eggs.
1: I used to chase that thing around with a fork to try to pull it out. I'm (laughs) like, oh and then the smell of the eggs, I hate I hated the smell of eggs. Uh I was always very picky. And if I ever drank milk, it had to be ice cold or you had to put like ice cubes in it because I didn't like the taste of milk. So I was always very picky. So when I was 18, um, the guy that I was dating at the time, he was like, he would do vegetarian like four days out of the week. Right. And then he would eat meat just a few days out of the week. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And I started eating more vegetarian food and I just stuck with it because that's what spoke to me. And I did that on and off, um, for a very long time. And then, um, I was going through this health kick and i'm like oh let's get healthy and i decided i was going to do raw vegan and i went raw vegan just out of the blue and i'm like okay and we were okay i did it for about six weeks and my husband's like i can't do this anymore i can't do this anymore i need food i need something cooked
0: So he was out of the backdoor and fires. Yeah, <laughs> he
1: was over it really fast. He was like, I can't, I can't, I can't hang. He's like, I'm all for being healthy, but I can't hang. So he went back to eating meat, and it was shortly after that that I just, it was just natural for me to go back into a, like a regular vegan diet. And I actually eat better as a vegan than I did as a vegetarian. I was all carbs. I was all like dairy and carbs as a vegetarian. Right.
0: And so easy to fall into the pizza french fry habit as a vegetarian. Yes. Very, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So I discovered this plethora of vegetables and, you know, all of the meat substitutes. And how do you feel about mushrooms? I love mushrooms to a point. I don't like them when they're like jiggly, gelatinous, you know what I mean? But if they're like roasted or sauteed, I'm all for it.
0: And there's so many kinds of mushrooms. To me, I I truly believe that mushrooms are the future of food.
1: Oh, I believe it. And you just can't get away from the umami flavoring that you get with mushroom. It just, it it takes all of your cooking up to the next level when you use it for seasoning.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, I never thought about it for seasoning. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms, so we don't use it nearly enough. I got to get into it so we can get some mushrooms going on in our life.
0: I think that's like the biggest issue for like, you know, not to turn this into a food <clears throat> only conversation, but the, the common mushroom is just a, just a plain old, like either portobello is what like Americans look at is the fancy mushroom. And that's still just like a very basic mushroom. There's, a- there's, yeah. there's literally, yeah. And there's, like so many different textures and types and sizes and flavors of mushroom. And, and just when people say, Oh, I don't like mushrooms. It's like, cause you've tried two, two kinds. I can almost guarantee right. You haven't tried the right one or you tried just a plain old button mushroom. Like try a shiitake mushroom, try an oyster mushroom, try any, any of the uh, other options that are more, they're, they're more like a protein. They're like so much more dense. It's almost like eating a piece of steak. If you get the right mushroom. Absolutely. Have you tried mushroom jerky? Um I didn't try mushroom jerky. I think the last jerky that I had was um you're vegan, so you wouldn't have had it, but it's um uh it was a seafood one, but what the hell was it? Was it one
2: from Amazon? I think it was a tuna I
0: think it was tuna jerky. It's like wahoo or something like that, maybe. But yeah, I tried that and that one was okay, but I wasn't looking, it was still very fishy in smell, not so much in taste. And just like smelling fish while I'm eating jerky just didn't, my brain was like, what's happening right now?
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> so you don't eat any fish either. Mm-mm. No, no, that's that would be pescatarian. No, not. I don't do animal products. Um, so yeah, good. yeah, I don't so do that animal, that's animal that's products. All. You know what? My, my family always, when they're eating something like from outside food, they're like, Oh, don't you want to just have a bite? Don't you just want to have some? Don't you miss it? And I'm like, actually I don't, I'm pretty happy. Actually. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. They're missing out. And that's definitely. just how picky. Of, yeah, really. I mean, that's just how picky of an eater. I was, you know, and the idea of eating those things, just, it made mealtime not enjoyable.
2: Right. That's where I come in on the food part is that there's just certain foods that I don't like to eat and meat was one of them. I love the taste. I actually miss uh, hot wings sometimes, but they had to be very particular because I can't get it off the bone and I can't see the little veiny thing. So it's like, it's <laughs> so much work. Why am I doing it? And it grosses me out.
0: I think it took a while for me to really realize mm-hmm. that I didn't actually like meat when I was younger because everything had to be well done. Burn it. I, I said it. I said, <laughs> I said, kill it, yeah. cook it, and then cook it again. Like that is that is what if I want to eat it, that's how I'm yeah. and then I'm literally eating just like carcinogens at that point. You know, like I, I like literally preferred if I, I need to see char on it. Well, I don't need to see char on the inside.
1: Yeah. That's pre- how I watch the steak. Yeah. It's like blasphemy to eat a steak well done, but it could they could not have a hint of pink in there for me. It had to be brown all the way through.
2: And that was the only thing I, that I liked eating with just the littlest bit of pink. And it's funny because that's the thing that put me over the edge is I ordered a steak from beer in Arizona. We went to that creative vision mm-hmm. and we were at this super fancy high rise restaurant. It's like spins on the top of the building. Oh yeah, I oh, yeah. And they, get, they brought my steak and I, I just looked at it and I was like, that's foul. Oh my goodness it was like almost raw and i was like i don't i don't want to eat that i don't want to eat meat ever again mm-hmm. that was the first time i ever felt like that like i was like done
0: it was i always well because i always throw shade you know you see in the other episodes that you're eating habits and stuff but it wasn't until i met you that i even ordered a medium steak right Everything was well. Well, 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 well. Yeah, All right well. before
2: he stopped eating meat, he tried it and you liked it. As long as they cooked it right. As long as it was medium and not medium rare.
0: But I was just, mm-mm, nope. And then now, none for me, thanks. The only <laughs> thing that I'd ever missed just being from the area was like having a cheesesteak, but I have, there's a place called Dar's right down the street from us that does vegan cheesesteaks and they literally, the meat is better than a regular cheesesteak. So like... <sighs> I'm oh, set,
2: and they're vegan cheese. You could drink it. Oh yeah, and they
0: have vegan cheese too. So like, so
2: good. Like when I had it, I'm like, "This is you got the vegan cheese."
0: Which a lot of vegan cheeses base is mushrooms,
2: right? If so facto mushrooms.
0: They're just so versatile. See full circle. There's a podcast about mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. We talked, but this one's the eating mushrooms. Not so much the psychedelic ones. But we can you also talk about eat, those. You also eat those. I would eat those if we had any. Do you got some? I don't, I don't. We can have a great rest of the day.
1: I actually take lion's mane as a
0: supplement. What was that?
1: I actually take lion's mane as a supplement.
0: Lion's mane mushroom? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're you're the connection like cut out some. Sorry. There we go.
1: How's that? Perfect. So lion's mane is a nootropic mushroom and it helps with um, focus. Ooh. So I actually take it as a supplement.
0: I need some of that. I'm telling you the uses of mushrooms are exponential and they've just been given a bad rap.
2: I thought you were going to try. I thought you were telling me you take a psychedelic mushroom. Oh no. It, and I'm like, cause we've talked about that before about. Lives the lives in
0: Texas, <laughs> right? Texas? Texas. Yeah. You're not taking shit in Texas. You <laughs> know where this was going. You're lucky if you could take ibuprofen in Texas without getting pulled over. Jason's Nuts. a little
2: slated.
0: Every time we bring up Texas, I'm going to get gaslit.
2: lit. Super long story short. One time we went to Texas to see my parents drove home in a mini truck we bought. But before we can get to the mini truck, we were cruising seven o'clock in the morning, just got our breakfast. We got pulled over um, and the cop searched the car. He swore he was going to get some kind of crazy drug bust. Like we were smuggling drugs, my underwear, we're on the side of the road. He's tearing apart our suitcases. And then he took Jason to jail because we had a very little bit of pot in the car.
0: And I didn't hide it. He, I told him as soon as he pulled me over, he was like, "Hey, I smell marijuana in the car. I was like, "That I have an eighth of weed. It's in the it's in the center console.
2: We also uh, both have medical. I am licenses. full transparent.
0: I am literally as goody two shoes as you could get for anyone that's ever broken the law. He was like, "Because I you- will wrap myself out immediately."
2: He said, "One of you has to go to jail today," and I started crying. And Jason's like, "Well, obviously oh, that's no. me." And I'm like, "We didn't even talk about this. What do you mean?" And, and he's I- like, "What's there to talk about?" I'm like, "I don't know."
0: And also, we're from Philly. Like, if you told a cop in Philly that you have an eighth of weed in the car, he'll fucking laugh at you. True. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so stupid.
2: They took him in and they told me where I can, like, go to pick him up and stuff. So you have to go get arraigned. Jason walks in and judge is walking out. Jason had to stay the whole day. So this judge, on the day that they got Jason, left early. Next day, judge should be in on time, right? Let's get this going. No, that judge comes in, like, four hours late.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: So he really gets, he really has a bad taste in his mouth about
1: Texas.
0: Well, I'm sorry. I have a bad taste in my mouth about privatized prison systems. To be honest with you, any anywhere that has privatized prison systems, I got a problem with. That's a—that's a more of a blanket statement. Not—not not exactly Texas, because even in Houston, if it, if we were pulled over in Houston, they would have just laughed and, and let you let, let us go, catch and release in Houston. And they also don't have privatized prisons in Houston, so. A little
2: different. I'm just learning about privatized prisons, which is funny because I watch all the prison shows.
0: It's, a thing. it's like every week it's like, bring up a new topic on why Jason hates America. America. America.
2: <laughs> this one.
0: Let's talk about crafting.
2: Nancy, what is one struggle you, brings this, us bring this all back to crafting, right? What's a, one of the crafting struggles you've had?
1: um overall
2: recently well yeah whatever popped in your head first when i asked it could be something in the very beginning something you think might help other people or something that's just fun to tell (laughs)
1: um the biggest struggle that i had was um trying to figure out how to do things on my own because the things i wanted to do i couldn't find tutorials for and i struggled with it because you know, you have all of these grand ideas that you want to see come to fruition and you're like, how do I make it happen? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it demotivates you when you can't figure out how to do something and you get frustrated. Um, So that's always been something that um, I deal with. And the other thing is um, my confidence. You know, I still question my confidence. I'm still not confident with the, the materials that I put out there. And I think a lot of people will struggle with that. They always question if it's good enough to post on social media, right? They're always concerned what people are going to think, or is it good enough? Or me, the struggle that I have was, is sending it off to the customer. Am I happy with it? Is it worth what they paid for it? um so for me confidence is another thing that i struggle with when it comes to my crafting and you know i know that i put a lot of time and effort and um i pay attention to detail but sometimes it doesn't feel like it's enough and i don't know how to cross that line where i say okay i've done everything i can possibly do it's done now but i i have a a really hard time letting go and saying okay, it's good. I think they're going, they're going to be happy with it. I always question myself
0: there. Right. right. You're always going to be your own worst critic, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. When you're alone, I think the hardest part to separate yourself from is, is like the overall eye of what you made because you were there during the process. Like, let's say you went back into a paint job with a Sharpie to outline things and you went just off the line a little bit in one spot nobody would ever fucking see that even if they looked it over because they're just Mm -hmm. looking at everything but you're just in your head you're like i fucked this whole thing up i said it when Mm -hmm. i did this stupid thing with the with the bumble oh because you spilled a little because a little bit was on my hand and it got in the corner and even like if you really look at it you can still see like where a little bit of the contamination of glitter is but like as a whole the whole thing looks great it really does but like for me, I'm bothered by it. He was you know? so bothered. I'm still bothered by it, to be honest with you, because I'm just like, I put all that effort in too. And it's like, did I just ruin all the other effort that I put in because of this one little mess up that nobody's actually going to notice?
2: So although it and... really bothered you though, and, and I could tell that bothered you, I was sitting right next to you. You as a crafter have come a long way because five years ago, Jason would have just ripped it up on live. Eff it. It's stupid. You're everyone's stupid. I'm going to bed now. That that would have probably happened years ago, you know, when he first started crafting, ripped it right in half. He finished it, it's here. He's gonna put it in a frame. So that's awesome.
1: It's it's hard. It's hard to accept the fact that handmade is imperfect, right? We beautiful. It is. It really is. And that's what I love about something that's handmade. When something is handmade, you can see that nothing is perfect. You see the hand-drawn lines and you see that maybe these lines are a little wavy. What I love in like doodles or hand-drawn art is the sketchiness of it. You know, I love those imperfections of where they weren't sure where the initial line should go. And I find it beautiful because you're actually looking at the whole thought process of how this whole thing came to fruition. Um, so perfection, um, nobody's perfect, but how do we make that, uh, like a a blanket statement and make it everyone, something that everyone understands that, Hey, tumblers aren't supposed to be perfect. They're handmade, you know? And I I see a lot of people struggling with perfection and this little bump there, or maybe there's a slight little wave there, or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a piece of stray glitter that got stuck on the tumbler. It's, it's, it's handmade and it, the imperfections don't bother me, but it bothers some people to just let go and say, yes, I'm, I'm not perfect. It's hard to accept.
2: I don't like saying it, but I, you know, it, it it's true.
0: And just the ways that you said that, like you, if you see that art in someone else that <clears throat> or in something that somebody else made and you see the imperfections and you're like, that's, really what makes it perfect right is the imperfections but then if that same stuff came out of your hands it's not acceptable and that's it's like crazy you know the, i know you it's look a mind it game else's art, but it's not okay for it to be in your own and it, it's a struggle for sure and i think especially with the 3d sculpting and stuff that adds like an like such an extra level of the personal critique because you know let's go to Sarah making pencil tumblers and then that's so much more easier to follow that template and that step by step and make a pencil tumbler and it look just like Sarah's oh yeah but if I want to sculpt Nancy's Dr Seuss tree the the difficulty level of it looking exactly like your Dr Seuss tree it will probably look like a Dr Seuss tree if I follow the method that you did but it being, indistinguishable from nancy's dr seuss tree that's like a that's definitely a much different level to achieve and I also i don't really want it to look just like yours but there exactly. are so many people that will look at theirs and then go back and look at yours and go it's not as good you know it's not the same so it's not as good and that's like a, i feel like that's a big struggle
2: i do that i'm not i'm not exactly a creative person I have trouble sitting still I have trouble thinking about those things I'll think about it for so long and then I'm like on to I've already gone on to something else in my head I'm no longer thinking about the color palette for that I'm a great copier I can I can deconstruct what you've done and I can reconstruct it but to come up with the Dr. Seuss tree or or even the pencil cup like I struggle there I I struggle coming up with the ideas but I can mimic you fantastically (laughs) which is a great position for me to be in. I shouldn't be making cuts for commission at that point. But
1: that's actually quite common though. There's a lot of people who enjoy the craft or they enjoy the arts, but they don't have the ideas and that's, that's okay. You know, everyone that's ever done art or a craft has started out by copying somebody else, right? Every great artist replicated the art that they fell in love with. I mean, that's just how it is. So that's okay. And you don't have to make it. And this, this is a big struggle that a lot of people deal with. You don't have to make it look exactly the same. Everyone is different. Mm -hmm. I've come to realize. And, um, I, when I'm teaching, I tell people it doesn't have to be exactly the same, just make it look related. You know, same thing with eyes, you know, it's really hard to get eyes symmetrical. I don't think people realize how something as simple as two dots, is really hard to make it look like it's normal because just a a fraction of it being off center, it looks wonky. And I'm like, don't, don't stress about it. Don't stress, just make it look like they're sisters. Like they're related. They don't have to be exactly the same. You know, the, if you make art fun, then you don't have to stress over the tiny little details. It should be fun. It shouldn't be stressful. If you're too stressed out, you need to walk away.
2: And have 17 open projects. Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs>
2: but it's okay to do that. It's okay to walk away and come back. It's okay to walk away and not come back either. Like if that's not, this isn't hitting and that, you know, sit on the shelf for another month and work on this one. That's right. I love what you said. I really do.
1: Yeah. It, it's art is supposed to be fun. It it's, it's something different for everybody. It's a stress reliever. It's an escape. It's a, a time pass. It's just something fun. It, it, It is what it is to everybody. And it's always going to be a different reason why somebody finds art or finds crafting. But nonetheless, if you're doing it, it should be fun. It shouldn't be something that you stress out over. Right. You're going to make your best work when you're having fun doing what you're doing. I agree with that very much.
0: So what was, you? because you said that you were doing art for like well before you were working with tumblers. What was your favorite, I guess, medium of art Ooh. pre-tumblers?
1: So my two favorites are acrylic painting. I used to do canvas painting. Oh, so I love acrylic me. painting. Do you have and painting? yes, Um I have one over there on the wall. Here, let me get a little one. I'll show you. yeah. Uh,
0: Show and tell.
1: Show and tell. It, it might be a little dusty. Okay. Here we go.
2: Nancy! I love that! <laughs> That's amazing!
0: That is nothing like Sarah having a cat on a swing from painting with a twist. Like that's that's like legit. Hey, I love painting with a twist. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I was waiting for this.
0: But I love your paintings too, baby. I'm
2: taking them all off the wall. My dog's going right down. I'm gonna just replace it with a framed photo of Nancy.
1: I probably have like twenty or thirty canvases from painting with a twist because I actually love the painting sip. Um, I love the the socializing of it, to sit in a group and doing something. Right.
2: And only one of mine was done at Painting with a Twist. The other ones I did in my living room. So he's just talking shit.
0: <laughs> you were, you were actually painting often. Yeah, that's how I started. You really were. Yeah. I like, that's what, um.
2: Not as good as you, not nearly as good as you. Yeah, right. That was really amazing, man. They're that's beautiful. crazy. Thank you. That was from the tutorial. It
1: wasn't something that came out of my brain. Um.
0: But it came so out yeah, of
1: hands. yeah, it came out of my hands. But again, this is a perfect example of copying somebody else's art, right? Drawing as well.
2: I assume you can draw, right?
1: So to I'm an extent, over To an extent, I used to cartoon a lot as a teenager. Actually, um, I enjoyed doing cartooning and drawing. I used to draw Garfield and you know all of the little kitty cartoons that we watched as a kid, right? Um, just for fun. But if you were to say do you draw as an artist? No, I don't have that skill. Right. I can totally kick ass on a painting, but if you tell me to sit down and draw something and do all of the shading and the hash
0: marks with the pencil, no, I'm
1: not that great.
0: <laughs> but you're past the point of stick figures.
1: Yeah, uh, to an extent, yes. I can make a really cool stick
2: figure. It's just fun to see how those things translate. Like, no, I, you know, you you gave the list of you know all the detailed drawings that you can't do, but you can paint that amazing thing, you know, and and that, you know, I find that quite common sometimes, neat to find out. I can't get over how good that painting is, that's amazing. Thank you.
1: And my second love is mixed media. And mixed media is where you just take different mediums and put it together in one canvas. So it could be watercolor and acrylic or gouache, or it could be like marker and pencils over acrylic paint. If you've ever seen people do like a basic acrylic painting or a watercolor painting, and then they go in with their pens or their colored pencils and do all of the shading and detail work. Ooh. But I really enjoyed 3D mixed media and that's where you actually build and create almost like a, it's almost like a diorama, but more flat, and you create all of this dimension with all of this texture and the grunge, and I get really excited when it comes to texture. <laughs> You, you are an sh-
2: entire artist, girl. You are an <laughs> actual artist. Oh wow. You
0: have any of those? you got any ones with some three D some three D accents? I do upstairs. No, <laughs> you're gonna have Wait, to send some pictures. Yeah. If you, you want me to go get it do you <laughs> want to
1: pause, can go get it. Sure.
2: We have a few minutes. That's up to you. It's up to you. No, it's we'll be up to, go to get you. It. We'll send for pictures oh, yeah, later, so okay. pictures, okay.
0: we can link pictures
2: all right yeah i'll post pictures i'll send That's you some cool.
0: pictures i love it right
2: what time is it i don't know oh so yeah we gotta start one
0: game. okay
2: we always have so much fun on craftsy and then we have to go back to work I know. especially because the
0: short weeks
2: we're going on vacation next week you are where are you going disney oh
1: i'm jelly I've never by been the time this
0: airs we will have just gotten back okay
1: yeah i'm hoping to go in february um kelly burns is doing the jpj class that's right and i think they're going to attempt to do like universal studios that weekend so i think i'm going to try to go i've never been to disney so i think
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: sorry, it, going. it is a lot that's what I feel we, we've just been going back and forth with with our trip coming up. Like, if we're shortening it, or not, I think we're going to ultimately shorten it some. It was just like, I only feel confident that we can do that because we've gone so many times that I don't feel as attached, although I am having troubles because Sarah gave me the list of days I can cut off. And I'm like, but then I can't do this and I can't do this. I can't do it. So there's a lot to do, but it's really fun
2: i was just gonna say what if we went in february and then i thought about all the things that are happening in january and february and you no. don't force me
0: no we have very important <sighs> things in february it will be fine it will be good we'll make good you content. guys are always
1: busy you guys are always creating fun content like you said and you guys you always have the fun things like all your little boxes like you can't yeah. get bored you've always got something going on
2: We tried i think there was a a period of time probably right around alex coming that we kind of like died off for a little bit it was like right before and then much after where i was just like gone and jason was a little gone and we've been trying to get back into it so hard i didn't think it was going to be that hard to jump back into everything after having a baby and uh, i didn't even think it was i didn't realize how hard it was even at the time so you know we're trying we're trying to get back in there
1: yeah one of us is in there
2: Which one?
0: Man, this was made during a really cool episode of one of those crafting things. We're just just surrounded by things that Jason made. Oh, yeah. Made one of these. What else? Holy cow. That over there? Yeah, I made this.
2: You're welcome for keeping the show running so that you could have time to do that. You're welcome. On. Did you hear me?
0: I'm trying to admire my art. Someone has to. I'm gonna hurt you need to Watch be this. displaying your three D tumblers. Where's all those beautiful three
1: D tumblers?
0: Where's all your beautiful three D tumblers? At my house. That's where we actually are supposed to craft. But then he I doesn't haven't seen any
2: of them, Nancy. They're just sitting on top of the dream box in pieces, or on my countertop in pieces.
0: Listen, you came to me TV. like two days ago, and you were like, "I've been. I was cleaning up back there, and I realized that there's like." 20 unfinished tumblers and right. they just really need epoxy right you said they were pretty much yours
2: right but yours are still up there because yours can't be put into the big the graveyard building. you don't touch mine i touched all of them touch that touch, touch. <laughs> the one you can epoxy though right the waterfall one
0: I'm just really not sure how I'm going to approach that one.
2: Well, we could you send Nancy pictures and you ask Nancy what Nancy would do.
0: Well, so really with the with my waterfall one, I wanted to do something similar to kind of like what you're saying with the canvas art that you like to do, how there's like just like three-dimensional accents coming off. I wanted the walls that the waterfalls come off of to have like steps and stuff built kind of like onto them. And that's, that's honestly the only reason I shelved it because I couldn't find... A good way to to apply that and it like look good i don't know i was like trying to sculpt it out of clay at first and it wasn't working and i was like maybe i can find something like that exists that i can make it look like steps but i don't know it's like (laughs) i'm just not completely happy with the idea enough to put epoxy on it that's where i'm at
2: know how you would put epoxy on it
0: i i still have no idea how i'm going to do that but
1: well, I can help you. Um, I paint uh, my epoxy on with a little paintbrush to get in all the details. But when you're thinking about 3D, don't just think clay. There's lots of things that you can attach to a that's not clay. I've done all kinds of things. I've done resin, I've done wood, I've done chipboard. There's lots of things that you can use when you're doing a sculpt.
2: Right. And I always send pictures and videos to my friends when I'm stuck. I've even sent pictures and videos to Nancy on cups I've done. And uh, it's fun. It's fun. It, it gives you a reason to talk to your friends. It gives you, it helps you because you would, they're going to give you answers that you wouldn't have even thought of. And then sometimes I get answers from my friends and it's not even the answer I wanted, but it led me to my solution. And then another piece of advice that you'll definitely never take, get a little video chat uh, date crafty i do those i like i would like to do more of those
0: i know we were winding down but one more thing that's <laughs> it's related but it was me. um uh one of the things that i think a a struggle because like you said when you for you when you were starting to do some things that you couldn't find tutorials for and stuff for me when i'm trying to do something that it doesn't seem that anyone's done before i start wondering if like is this correct and it's and then we were talking about this on the way home yesterday. It's like, like, what's my definition of correct? Like right. the right way. If I'm the one pioneering it, is it my way the right way? Like, what's wrong with yes. my way? We had those exactly. questions about. I asked Sarah why we can't just put clear code on tumblers.
2: He asked me this s- in 2018, six
0: years ago, and she's like, "Cause you just fucking can't." And I'm like, "Oh, okay," but like, why? I said like. If you, I, I said this in the, this will have aired the week prior, but I said it to um, Jen from Artistic Painting Cone. Like, nobody, nobody that I've heard on the news has licked a car and like went and died of cancer or something, right? Like, and that's, that's like the way that I feel like I need He's to so word badder. it. I feel like I have to word it that way because if I bring this up and if I made a post in Tumblr Hacks today, it was like, guys, you could not believe what I just figured out. You could spray, Three coats of 4K clear coat on a plain tumbler, and that's an acceptable finish coat. And I would get so much flack from everyone. Be like, no, no, you can't. You're going to die of cancer tomorrow if you do that. You know, like you go out right now and start licking your car and you count the days until you die. Oh my God. Because it's going to be the same amount of days unless you didn't wash your car in a long time.
1: It's the fear of the unknown.
0: I know, I know, I know. Like the the way that I'm like saying it is the most like asinine way, but I feel like I have to portray it in that way to kind of get my message across. You know what I mean? Like to just go so ridiculous. Um, You're not wrong. But with that, we were watching just to expand a little bit. We were watching Face Off and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm watching them do these monster makeups and these professional makeups, and it's being judged by professionals in the industry, and they're just like some of the methods is toilet paper and paper towels and, and, and just crumbling that shit up and then like mixing that with a little bit of latex. And that's how you get the right texture. And they're getting judged. They're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen by like industry professionals. And I just feel like there's like just that thought in the back of my mind that if I'm putting paper towels or toilet paper or anything on, on anything then I'm going to be looked at as like a hack, you know, like that's not how you do it. That's like, what do you like, cheap and don't know what you're doing but like that's not so i thought that that was related to what you were saying work with something other than clay to put the steps on but in my brain it's like that logic block that's like no you clay tumblers
2: it's that it's that cup logic you're stuck in it i'm,
0: t- I'm telling you yeah it's like this, it's, it. it's this logic that like was created for no fucking reason at all because there really shouldn't be boundaries on making and crafting right What like,
1: makes something a standard what makes something a standard? It's multiple people that say, oh, yes, this is acceptable. This works, right? It has uh-huh. to be done multiple times for someone to say, oh, yeah, that works. Who decided to put foil under your clay on a folder? Do you think it's any less of a sculpt
0: because now you have foil under there to build up your sections before you play it? No. Right. And that's been the standard, right? To build with tinfoil. That that has been standard forever. Like I knew that before I started messing with the tumblers. I was like, you use tinfoil, right? To do that. And then, but now what seems to be, and obviously it works um, for different reasons, but like a 3D printed plastic is a base because it's more lighter weight. It holds its form a little better. I don't have to go through the steps of creating the form because it comes as already a round shape so now it's like but does that make tinfoil bad
2: no no
1: tin foil tree, right right yeah i do i uh i use tin foil to build up the section that i want to play on um and there's different reasons to do it one is it cuts down material two is it forms your shape so that you know you have like a guideline where you want to go with your play but I mean, back to Jason's comment, does having a 3D printed sleeve make you any less than a 3D artist because now you put a sleeve on Tumblr? No, no, it doesn't. Because what are you doing with that sleeve? You have a blank canvas, right? Now you've got to make a vision with that blank canvas. And, you know, even if you're just painting it, you've attached that to a Tumblr, you've epoxy that. You know, it's not easy to epoxy a 3D tumbler, but you've gone through the steps to create this tumbler. So now you're a 3D artist. Don't think you're any less of an artist because all you did was paint the sleeve. You know, there's yeah. so many ways to get to the end result, whether you're sculpting it, uh-huh. whether you're building it, or whether you're just attaching it and creating it. You did that. You did it.
0: That's what I, I and I completely agree with you. I, was, I said it we, that we, um, do a comparison video and on how it works out. But uh another example for me is like in ways that you can make a tumbler or your project on a tumblr glow. Right. And Mm -hmm. what's the right way and what's the wrong way? I have glow in the dark glitter. I have glow in the dark mica powder. There's glow in the dark printed vinyl. There's glow in the dark Mm spray paint. There's you know like so which way is the right way to make it glow? Because you'll see questions like that. And those things, those are things that maybe gaslight me a little bit in like Tumblr hacks somebody might post a picture of something that glows and it wasn't theirs, you know, they'll be like, Hey, I saw this Tumblr and it glows in the dark. How would I approach this? And you'll get all these answers of people that are a little too matter of factly for me in their responses. You (laughs) use mica powder, you use spray paint, you use, and it's like, can you just add the word Ken to that? You know, because, because now you created this like false, fact in the in that person's mind that's like oh, okay if i'm making that tumbler it's with mica mm-hmm. i don't know try try something else out maybe that one was made with mica but if you did it with spray paint it'll be more vibrant or it took an extra step out of the process or there's just like so many ways to skin a cat and okay. i i think those are the things that maybe gaslight me a little bit or the ones that decide for you that this is how you do it and then like you're wrong if you did it a different way
1: and it's one person's technique may not work for you you know i mean, there's yeah. a lot of things to consider it's the quality of the supplies it's your climate it's your temperature what supplies are available to you not everybody has access to all of the supplies you know right so you have to do what works for you and I agree with you. There should be a list of things that there's multiple different ways to approach it. Everyone does it differently. Here's how I would approach it. You know, that's usually the best way to approach a question. This is how I would do it. And my ways may not be correct. It may not be the standard, but
0: this is what works for me. Right. I feel like I say that in like almost all my tutorial videos that I do anything. I'm like, this is how I'm going to be doing this craft. This is not the only way to do this craft. (laughs) Right. <laughs> By all means, please do it a different way because I already have this version. I don't need another one. Oh. Do it another way. Ain't it fucking red? You know, I don't care. Just do something different about it. Um, yeah, that—that's a—that's uh, just one of my things. You know.
1: Okay,
2: I like it. Jason said he's going to get crafty tonight, and we didn't get to talk about foils, but Jason will be using foils tonight. He says.
0: It, those are one of the things that really helped me and in, in just, I know I just keep expanding on the same discussion we're supposed to be stopping.
2: Oh, I mean, we have like five minutes but, or whatever.
0: But it was when we talked to Jen for, you will be last week, but when I talked to, to Jen from uh, APS yesterday and she was showing me one of like the cleats that she made for her son and she's like, yeah, and like this is the product that I use to apply the foils to the cleats. She's like, I would never used it before and I'm like, we just had a conversation of how you've been doing this shit for 30 plus years and you still are willing to try out a new product.
2: And it was expensive.
0: Like you, you of all people should be the one to say, this is how you put foils on something and this is what you use. But that law doesn't exist in her mind because she's an artist. And I fucking love that. Like that, when I saw that, I was said, I was like, holy shit, what? Like, I was I like, this st- is amazing. I
2: still have it written down.
0: Yeah. She wrote down what she used because I was like, I want to try it. But it's like, I love that she's willing to continue experimenting even though she carries products. She is oh, yeah. manufactures products to apply foils, but it's still like, you know what? There might be a better way.
1: I think experimenting is the, the best part about crafting art because you experiment when you're trying to do technique, you're experimenting when you're trying to do supply, you're experimenting when you're trying to design. You know, that's right. what all the fun is. You never stop learning. You never stop learning. There's always something to you. There's always a big way to approach something. You never yes. stop learning. Don't ever stop learning. Please don't
0: ever stop learning. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I'm really done. Nancy, I, I honestly could keep going, but we're done. <laughs>
2: Nancy, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. This has been awesome. Yes. Um, I'm going to get better at this last minute thing. I have a list like literally all the time of people I want to hit up and you've been on that list. So me hitting you up last night was completely inappropriate, but I am, you know, blessed that you came through because we really had a good time this morning. Yeah, this is good. If, uh, if people want to follow you and find you, where can they find you? Um,
1: uh... Find me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram,
2: Nancy, Nancy. And you're, uh, you help out in Dimensional Artists too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm a brand ambassador for
2: Dimensional Artists. So if you go and join the Facebook group, it's free. You can
1: um, get a lot of inspiration. There's some wonderful artists
2: in that group. Dimensional wonderful. Drinks is free. Yeah,
1: Dimensional Drinks is free. I said Artists, yeah. my bad. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, Dimensional Artists I is messed a it up. group. They have some great tutorials if you're interested in learning. So you, have a tutorial?
0: you have a tutorial coming up in there? Or you just did one? I do. Next
1: next month, um, yes. I'm teaching care bear.
2: Maybe Jason will actually do it because I was this close to pulling his
0: uh his paid DA. She'd be paying for my subscription and I'd just be not participating because I just am doing other Like, yeah,
2: I'm not participating, not but I'm in there. I'm looking, I'm talking, I'm, you know, I'm at least, I feel like I got my $30, you know what I mean? But I don't feel like we got his, so I'm going to need him to do something <laughs> and get out. So maybe he'll do the Care Bear.
1: Yeah, do your responsibility spin the Care Bear. You Mine just
0: wear bear. But if I do the Care Bear, then I, to- then I have to do – uh it's it's Braveheart, right? He's the one that's the lion.
1: Oh, right. I don't know. You're testing my
0: your Care Bear knowledge. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'll be prepared for this, Nancy. I, I'm older than you. My gosh,
1: it's been probably longer since I've watched Care Bears.
0: And well, I so think you're right, I get though. it. I get it because of my sister. So we watched a hey, yeah Braveheart. Um, is the lion? I you know. So you're welcome. Um. <laughs> But now i'm got to figure out how to put a lion's mane on a on a tumbler i feel like that's the challenge that i want to give myself
2: you can do it he'll post it in da before the christmas
0: yeah before that's good that's really christmas oh wow <laughs> I'll, pull, I'll, just... I'll post a lineup of all my finished sculpted tumblers just the whole lineup before christmas you
2: have the time he has the time we all have the time there's like six weeks you got, you got it we're gonna they get it done
0: this. i'm gonna get it done we're getting it done
2: hold him to this nancy he's getting kicked out on christmas day if he does not produce this photo Fun fact, shunned. not all of my tumblers have
1: final photos
0: that is a i mm-hmm. <laughs> sarah knows all about that sarah just epoxies half a tumbler
2: i don't know why he's coming for me
0: sarah's figured that part out she's like you know what what if I do put epoxy on it, but not, like, the whole thing? Because we just got to take a picture from this today. angle. You know what, what I mean?
2: my patience. <laughs> and it wasn't even epoxy. It was UV resin. I have all the, uh, you know, plans in the world to do the other side. It's just that's where I stopped at the moment to go do something else, and that was, what, no, three months ago. We're making I, am I am who I am. All We're
0: right. This work. has been lovely. Let's get back to work. Kettle and never bring the kettle to the pot. Now. Pour the tea.